This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 258, Cross Arm Breaker. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Surprising we, see, uh, we didn't see that in, in the game last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the only thing we didn't see <laughs> at this point. Uh, everything else. Yeah, so great week for the Red Bulls. Um, Four three loss to Orlando away. Granted, it was a B team, but still loss is a loss. And uh, a one zero loss to Guadalajara in CCL, which that isn't so bad. Last week we said one nothing would be probably be like the best result we could hope for. So, but well, not getting well, away goal. That, is the, yeah, is the you upset. want that away goal? It would be probably be the best we'd hope for. Yeah, yeah. Two one loss would have been optimum if you're going to lose the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I. Usually when we have a double game week, we do one like and dislike, but I think the the way last night went, this deserves to have its own little like dislike. Right, and they're not two league games either. So yeah, so, so we're going to start with Orlando. We'll do like dislike, but actually we're going to tweet an email um, first. So first is an email from – and this is a two-part email, by the way. I'm splitting it up because um, part two has to do with Slatan Ibrahimovic, so – we're not talking about that yet. Dirty Zlatan? Yes. Uh, so this is Chris from Kingston, New York. He says, uh, watching the Orlando game, it looks like Tommy Redding is not at all ready for prime time. In particular, he's really slow. And do you think that's something he can improve on much? Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough of him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, speed is kind of something that you kind of either have or don't, I think. Right. Yeah. You can hit the weight room, but I'm not sure how much speed you can pick up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, in general, I think he can improve. I mean, he is only 21, uh, just turned 21. Um, you know, he has been a youth and national team contributor. Uh, but, you know, well, hey, we'll see. Um, it's In terms of speed, uh, you know, we've seen our – Fair share of slow center backs be just fine. So I mean, you know, if he's not going to have the speed, he's certainly going to pick up the physicality. Um, but hey, look, he, he's what the fourth, the fifth choice center back. He was only playing because Fidel Escobar got hurt. At least the fourth choice. What's that? He's at least number four on that yeah, on that yeah. spot. So and, and he might be climbing the charts at this point with what's going on. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's very possible. Yeah, so I mean, I, I wouldn't be too worried about it. Hopefully, he can improve. I mean, I'm, you know, a good year in USL might do him some good. We'll go from there. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, speed's not everything. If you are a slower back, you can. If if you are better with positioning and physicality, then you kind of make up for it. So, it, it's probably maybe he's just not adjusted to you know this part of or to the level of speed in MLS. So as long as he gets some playing time, he could probably fix that. Uh, 
in the future. Uh, but anyway, uh, Truman, you want to read up the tweets we have for this week? Sure. Uh, let's see. We're going to go back to this game. So, of course, the first tweet I'm going to read is from Jeremiah because, I mean, come on. He's, he's, he's our million-dollar man. Uh, he says, Jesse botched this game with that third sub. I know the result doesn't really matter in the overall scheme, especially with CCL, but that was a head-scratching error. Well, we're going to definitely get talked about substitutions in a little while. <laughs> uh, and I say this as someone who likes and respects him as a coach, but it was a mistake, plain and simple, in a game that was actually still there for us. We're going to cover that again. <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of puzzling substitutions made, for sure. Uh, Tonino M says, my mouth hurts from grinding my teeth. <laughs> and, of course, something we're going to talk about is he said VR – VAR is useless to have. It might as well not exist. Yeah. Oh, boy, wasn't that the theme of Saturday's games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we'll, we're really going to plunge into. Mm-hmm. And that was it for the Orlando game, right, in terms of tweets? Uh, we got one more. I'm just going to find it here. Uh, oh, so Casey Jones, Grateful Shred 23, says, Frustrating to score that many goals on the road and still lose. I felt the rest were a joke, even though I hate blaming the refs. On a positive note, we scored three goals on the road with a B squad in a very chippy match. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, I guess that's the silver lining. And But let's – I know we're going to talk about kind of all these things. So let's go do likes, dislikes. Um, Pat, you can go first. What did you dislike about this one? Uh, you can't four goals. Um, you know, you can't – I mean, let's just even – if we even want to go from a standpoint of – one of those goals shouldn't count. They give up three. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you still can't give up three goals and expect to walk away with a result. So, um, yeah, defense was atrocious in this game. Uh, left a lot to be desired. Um, again, we, you know, we obviously just talked about it with the email that Tommy Redding is a fifth choice behind Escobar, Colin, uh, Long and Parker, but. You know, you, you just can't have a match like that and expect to come away with everything. Um, that's really all you can truly dislike about this one, at least I think. Where do you start with the defense? Where to start, right? I mean, uh, should I pick out one thing? And I think the one thing I'm going to point out is not defending that throw-in properly. Yeah. That is absolutely inexcusable. That is high school mistake right there. Everybody knows that you can't be offside in a throw-in and to just leave a man completely wide open it's just a, it's an absolutely shocking error on their part and, and a killer. That was what gave them the three, two lead. Mm. So just, I don't know. I think, I think that's the worst in, in a game where the defense was absolutely in shambles. Mm. So I'm going to talk about this, but I want to make it clear. I am not blaming this loss on the refs <laughs> because the red, the red bulls defense should have played much better. And this would never have been an issue in the end. Right. Right. Um, so a few things. One, the VAR. I, I'm going to caveat what I'm saying about VAR because I don't know what was said to – I can't remember the center ref's name. Um, but whatever whatever was said to him, if the, if the replay system told him to look at it and he said no or if they said don't bother. But <laughs> VAR, and it was a theme, of, like you said, across MLS, is kind of broken in that it's not being used – to correct these mistakes, and that's the reason it's there in the first place. Dom Dwyer was pushing Luis Robles into the net, 
and it could have been very dangerous since they're running towards the post. Like, mm-hmm. Ro- honestly, if Robles, I guess, wasn't paying attention, he probably could have went into it. I, I know it's kind of a stretch, but it's dangerous to allow that kind of contact. <clears throat> and the fact they didn't go back to look at it, regardless of what the outcome would have been, just the fact they didn't go look at it is mind baff. Uh, it's just completely baffling to me. Yeah. Like, would you would you been more upset if they did look at it and still made the the same decision? Honestly, I don't know. I, I'd want to say no because at least they looked at it, but at the same time, yes, because I thought it was a clear foul. Right. But what I would say is I would hope, or what I think is they have more angles than the TV broadcast does, if I'm right about that. So if that's true, at least they would have more reason to say it wasn't a foul. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get into the, the, the stuff of Colin and First off, I thought his yellow card was warranted, so I'm not even going to argue with that part. But it was the, the like the next major foul after that was called against him, where he, where they were calling for him to get a red. That wasn't even a foul on Colin, right? Because Fire went in and undercut his legs, right? And it, and and surprisingly, that was even mentioned on the instant replay stuff. They said that that should have been a foul on Dwyer, but because Ariel and Colin's bigger. Then clearly he he was in the wrong there. That's well, what you know. The reason that's what Orlando's trying to present it as well, big man did this, and he's coming from behind Dwyer and kicking out with you know putting the high boot up. That's what the the logic is. But you saw Dwyer look at him and intentionally undercut him. So it's not <laughs> like you can argue which way that went. But anyway, uh, turn for Dom Dwyer, right? Yeah, and I mean just. And, and this is this was the same problem we had in the CCL match where you kind you kind of let some physical play go and then start reining it back in, but almost overcorrect too much, but not overcorrect on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes a question of well, what actually are the rules in this game? Because that that's what I felt like happened in the Orlando a little bit, Orlando City game a little bit was he he the yellow card to Colin was to kind of rein stuff back in, which I agree with that move but then a bunch of stuff happened and nothing was getting called and stuff was getting called in the opposite direction so it's like you were overcorrecting for one team but not the other and the same thing happened in at, at least I think the same thing happened in the Chivas match so oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well plenty of time to talk about that yeah so I mean it's just the VAR and the, the, the way that the game was called in general just didn't help me out again the Red Bulls lost that game on their own. They didn't need the ref for that, right? Yeah, they could. They gave up goal, plenty of goals you, by themselves. You stop the team from scoring; it doesn't matter what happens, right? All right. So, uh, likes Truman. Anything? You, what's the thing you like about the Orlando game? I like that last week we gave Derek Et, Derek Etienne a rash of shit for not being able to score. Uh, you know, in you know, fire shoot a ball on target in the ocean, and then he scores his first goal. So that was a treat. Called that, by the way. Yeah, I mean, we gave him the business, right? We gave him the business. Finally, scores. So, congratulations to him. That that that's bad all as I could have really gotten excited for. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you kind of, I guess, it's just big like you know, it's got to be. It was nice to see, you know, three different guys get on the board, uh, score. Uh, I mean, one of them was starter Aaron Long, but the other two 
were backups, and uh, it's good to see that Jesse seems to have his backups uh, ready to play for the most part. Um, you know, I mean, defense aside. Uh, so, you know, it, Florian Velo has certainly been, you know, he's kind of, I think he kind of has like the Aaron Long award right now, the player that came up through USL and you didn't really expect much of and is performing uh, strongly so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and, and let's not forget that that cross by Kaku was just beautiful. It was a beautiful uh, thing. Well, I mean, of course it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being a Kaku day and everything. So, um, you know, so it, that that's the big like is that, you know, there was also plenty of good to go with the plenty of bad. <laughs> and there was plenty. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Uh, I For me, I guess the same thing you guys talked about is at least we get a glimpse of death. Um, I just wish that the defense was better, but I think you could kind of chalk up the fact that we haven't really played a consistent back line in a while. So, yeah. And, and I, and I feel like what we've seen at these first, uh, four weeks of MLS for the Red Bulls is that chemistry on the back line is much more critical than it is on the offensive side. Cause on the offensive side, we're still scoring a lot. Yeah. So it seems to be that the chemistry matters more on the back end, which it's not there. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping time would fix that. All right. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to save the afterthoughts for after the Chivas game. So, All uh, righty. I, I feel like it'll just be easier. Anyway, uh, prediction standings, we all said a win, so none of us got anything right. Um, Pat, Truman and I are still in first. Pat's still in third. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Guadalajara, one nothing loss. So the Red Bulls. Return home with work to do. They will need at least two goals to win the series outright uh, when they play on Tuesday. Uh, two players will be missing, though, mm-hmm. because yellow card, yellow slash red card accumulation. First <laughs> uh, is Alex Wheel, which I thought his yellow was a little soft, but I understand the reason. And Colin, you can't leave your foot out like that in CONCACAF. Come on, man. Like, you, you got to know that's going to get called. Yep. I, so the, I know before we get a license Sykes, because because you're mentioning it better now, the worst part about it was all the shenanigans going on with this games and things that possibly should have gone the Red Bulls way and didn't, and you just knew. Well, here comes the point where someone's going to get red carded for something ridiculous, and you know Red Bulls make it down to a man. Now ended up being Colin getting a second yellow and sent off, but they still ended up down a man. I, I, I don't know. It was one of those nights you could sense it. You could just mm-hmm. sense it. it's like a classic Red Bulls Metro game. You're like, oh god, this is this is just gonna get even worse for them. Luckily, it didn't get much worse since they did not surrender a goal yeah. down a man. So that at least was a, a bit of a positive. Right. All right. So let's get into this like dislikes. I want to go first. Okay. And I'm not going to focus on the field. And, and I, and if you're listening to this, please take what I say with a huge grain of salt. Jay hits refs. Mm-hmm. I, I said off the field. So I'm talking <laughs> to the refs. He hated when the ref walked in, uh, like up the steps to his locker. Yeah, he was sure. off the field. Jay's Although, gonna build a wall around the refs. <laughs> oh, quick side note: Is it not interesting that the, the two last refs we had were nominated to the World Cup and then had very bad games, <laughs> abysmal games? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I'm kind of gonna point out Twitter and how they were acting during the game. Oh, I'm okay. So, 
playing in Mexico is tough. Playing in altitude when you're not used to it is tough. Playing in both together is tough. Playing in all that with a ref in CONCACAF is harder. <laughs> we were only down one nothing. Mm-hmm. I will say that I thought the offense could have had more chances. But all in all, I thought we were not that bad given the circumstances. I am fine with you saying that because I am 100% in agreement. I mean, fans were leaping off bridges after the first and goal. That's, and that's Same old team. These, well, someone said this team's never going to go anywhere. And we're like, oh, they just made the U.S. Cup final last year. They're in the semifinals of the CONCACAF Champions League. You know, I mean, good grief. It was just – now. The if, same old people just – I don't mean the same – I mean the same old – people said same old Metro when they give up a goal to the home team in Mexico. So Give if, me a break, people. If this was the MLS Cup final, then go for it because it's last game of the year. If they're at that point of the season, they should absolutely be destroying people. But right. given that we're still within the first two months of the year, we haven't had really consistent lineups. Kaku wasn't even on the field for who uh, knows what reason. Let's let's save that. That's a separate reason. But we're in Mexico on the road at altitude. That is not an easy game. The fact do you know what Seattle did when they went down there to Chivas? They yeah. got blown out three nothing. Right. In a game in which they went there with a lead. It wasn't oh. even like it was the first leg for Seattle. Seattle went there with a lead. Right, and, and got their brains bashed in. Yes. And also, it's funny because all Red Bull fans could talk about was, oh, Chiefs is having a terrible year this year in, in you know, the, their league, their league, Liga MX, they're, they're not doing great. Okay, well, this isn't a league game. It's a totally different. Tournaments are, are totally different. And Chivas intentionally rested players this past weekend like we did. Right. How many times have we seen in other leagues where uh, a team gets relegated but still wins a cup? You know? Yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah, I'm throwing it way did back. See, didn't we see that with DC a few years ago where they were like near the bottom of the league but won the Open Cup? Yep. So I mean, it happens. Like it's if now here's the thing: if the Red Bulls come out and we'll talk a little bit more about it later, but if they come out and just completely bomb it on Tuesday at home then yes, you can start being up in arms. But I don't think we're at that point that this team deserves it. And well, especially we all don't feel it because we all said if they were just down a goal, it would be okay. So, But there's a difference in like down a goal on the road in CONCACAF versus down a goal on the road against like DC United. Right. Yeah. Like that's a, like if it was DC United, and we were down one nothing on the road. Sure, we deserve to to talk shit about the team because right because that's just a game down I ninety five wherever they maybe play. They shouldn't be in that position because DC sucks. Right. Well, I mean clearly, but against a team that clearly rested their players like we did for a game that they're putting a lot of emphasis on in their building, three time zones away at altitude. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it deserves it. Take right, that I'm going to get my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess I'll go with mine, and I don't know what to pick, but if I'm going to go with anything, because I'm hoping Pat will 
kind of mentioned the other one and we have plenty of afterthoughts. I'm going to go with handball in the box. Yeah. I have to. I have to go with handball in the box. I, we, I can basically say referee uh, because really, good God, there was another totally missed play right in front of him. But I, I have to go handball in the box. How do you not see that? How does nobody see that? Hand out. Hand way out. Way out. And moving out. Yes. Not hand tucked in, oops, hit my hand. No. Sticking hand out, slap down. I, I, how? I don't know how to, how you miss it. I really, I, uh, so what I'll say is, when I I saw it at speed, it didn't occur to me. I just assumed because it was bouncing up off the ground, but I also didn't have the angle that the ref did. Right. But I mean, yeah, he's on the field. Looking at the replays, you can clearly see him put his arm back to play the advantage of handling it. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I was so stunned. Yeah. Just, I feel like it's a referee who's scared of uh, leaving that building. Which, I mean, tends to happen when they go to Mexico. Right. And I just, it really, really felt that way. And it, it shouldn't feel that way because it's 2018. And it, it, I don't know. It, yeah. it's, a, it's a top flight Mexican team, not a fourth division team in Brazil. You know, where you can get drawn and quartered on the field. So, uh, that, that I think was just me number one. And if Pat doesn't give me the next one, I clearly we're going to talk about it yeah. in the afterthoughts. I think we'll talk about it on the afterthoughts. I'm just going to go with, um, uh, you know, I just feel like I find it funny, uh, a week after anointing him like, uh, America's next big thing. Uh, Tyler Adams just kind of had a game to forget. Oof. Uh, so. You know, if he had just been able to avoid that one mistake, that one very big mistake, I mean, this thing would be looking much, much better than it is at the moment. Um, and it still doesn't look too bad. So, uh, you know, th- that that's my big dislike. They're, obviously, we'll talk because I don't really like railing on refs as much as Jay does. Uh, you know, uh, this has been the referee, anti-referee podcast long enough tonight. So we can uh, move on. So Tyler has my dislike. Let's go to the likes. Who's the go ahead. Dis- you're, you're, That's you. You're segueing yourself right into it. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's funny is Jay's dislike is essentially my like. I mean, like, it, it is the fact that this team is not in bad shape, and pretty much everything you said is true. Uh, Seattle got trounced three uh, nothing. We walked away one nothing. We never looked out of this match. Nope. Uh, we never looked overmatched, uh, and that's even with ten men uh, on the field at, at times. So we might even look better at ten yeah. with ten men. I mean, obviously, the big worry is that it, you know, it does appear that the match is sold out or close to sold out. And considering before this, we we're averaging maybe six thousand of fans for, per CCL. I'm a bit worried as to what where the ratio is going to be at uh, Rebel Arena. I do kind of think it's not going to be a home game. No. I, yeah, I wouldn't be a bit worried. I would be a lot worried. Yeah, so I'm fairly certain that's going to be – I mean, that's the only big worry there. But, I mean, again, if they can at least just in familiar conditions turn it up a notch, keep Chivas off the board because Chivas' offense did not look special. They scored off a big mistake mm-hmm. um, and they get their goals. They almost botched it, too, for what it's worth. Yeah. And they get, they get their goals, they can move on. So it's, it's – uh, and obviously we'll talk more about it, but yeah, my like is that they just, they're not out of it and not at all out of this, out of this, uh, one, nothing that great, but not a horrible result to get on the road to Mexico. 
right, so I'm going to turn what, what you could say would be a dislike into a like, and I'll explain why. Uh, BWP gets an amazing chance in front of the net and does not score. Uh, obviously, it wasn't – I mean, he wasn't wide open on that play. He, but, uh, you know, BWP usually does score on there. But here's here's the silver lining about that play because I've been thinking about it. That play usually happens in the second leg of an MLS playoff game for the Red Bulls. <laughs> That's where the it's everything is on the line. He gets that chance where you could tie up the series or whatever, and that's when it doesn't happen. So the good news is he got that chance out of the way. He got that blown play out of his system. It's already gone. Yeah. All right? I don't think we're going to see it two times in a row. I'm really hoping we're not going to see it two times in a row. So think positive. He he got the that's so metro play out of his system, and uh, he's going to come in the next game red hot. Yeah. Uh, my like of the game. I don't want to use the one nothing because I feel like it's too obvious. Um, s- silver lining for the red cards or the 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 card accumulation stuff. If the reason Kaku wasn't playing was because Jesse Marsh wanted to stick with the lineup he had. The yellow card forces his hand a little bit. Because mm-hmm. now Mawil's out of the lineup. And who's next in line? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, there, there's semi, semi-silver lining to all this is that I, I kind of takes away Marsh's excuse for not, play, not starting Kaku. Yeah. And honestly, I think even if Mawil hadn't been suspended, it should if assuming this result was the same, that it would deserve him to be in the game. And I'm just going to refer quickly. I'm going to find the tweet. Oh, from, uh, from Adam at AK underscore sports 93. He tweeted us just simply. Where's Kaku? Yeah. Where's Kaku? I, I want to, uh, if we can get into afterthoughts, so here. So we so real quick, there was one more tweet from today that we gotta read real quick. Um Michael Lethrup at mm-hmm. Spud Mile Five said, What the fuck is up with Colin? Isn't he supposed to be well, I guess this works for afterthought, by the way. Yes, it does. I, I had it saved here, but okay. go ahead. Uh isn't he supposed to be the se- senior statesman and lead by example? The only thing he's teaching the kids is how to become a liability. Hashtag walking card machine. <laughs> uh, that's what he's always been. So. Yeah, we. The, I, it's just unfortunate we got to see it twice in the span of a week. That was, yeah. I think, the problem here. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of dangerous play after. <laughs> after honestly, a first half yesterday, where everyone's like, ah, "Kyle's not doing too bad." Yeah, well, I mean, all right, it, oh, he's gone. <laughs> in, in fairness, I think center backs tend to get a lot more scrutiny. Sure, because they're usually involved in most of the defensive plays. I mean, they're yeah. right there. Right. So I mean, it, it's kind of natural he's going to get more attention to begin with and then the chippiness and all that stuff. So, you know. All right. So after thoughts, did you have anything, Truman? Or was it just oh, you no, know, I have nothing at all. There's nothing else to talk about with this game. It's yeah, right. uh, Where to start? Jesse Marsh. Dude, I don't know what was going on in your brain, brain of yours. The, I don't know. I, okay, you're not going to sub in Kaku. Okay, fine, whatever. This is what I understand. You sub in Velo. Okay, sure. You go down a man, okay? 
Then you're putting in Derek Etienne? That is I don't understand. Because he scored a goal against Orlando, now it's time to bring him in? I that that would have been the moment I would I think everyone would have brought in Kaku just because get a creative midfielder to come in there and maybe create a great chance. Right? You still have Royer in the game, you still had Bradley Ray Phillips in the game. You need the guy to kind of get those two players the ball. Not any other guy who's sitting in front of the net. Am am I crazy in those uh, thoughts? I'm actually the one of one of those few people who once you made a win man down, I was I was actually perfectly fine. I mean not bringing Kaku. Now, to, you know, because at that point, I think you, when you're on the road in Mexico, you're down one nothing, you're down a man. You do everything you can to get the hell out of there. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. If you want to tell me Derek Etienne was not the right choice. That's you know, what I'm saying. I, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah that's, like, like, you know, like, he, he does not exactly strike me as a defensive uh, wonderkin. So. Right. And I think that was the thing. It's like if you're putting in an offensive player, which – I'm with you. I don't think that's the way to go anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you want to put a little bit more of a defensive player in. Mm-hmm. But if you're going offense, why is it him? Yeah. That's that I, I, and I'm not bashing Derek Etienne at all. It's just it, the move for him to come in, who's primarily a, a scoring forward type player. Mm-hmm. That I just, I, I do not understand at all. And he didn't even use a third sub. So you could have you could have made a move to maybe get Royer or Bradley out of the game and bring in an, like a more defensive guy to kind of close out the final ten minutes, five minutes, yeah. five minutes and five minutes of stoppage time. Uh, I I don't know that's very strange. Always strange leaving that third sub on the bench unless you're killing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a weird week of bad decision making. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know why Kaku seems to be stuck on, on the, the second string. It, 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 you know, from what we've seen of him so far, it's been uh, he clearly is one of the better players on the team. He's better than Alex Mawil, you know, uh, who you know get get well soon. Alex Mawil, uh, at least I think I saw that, saw he was out because of the head injury. I don't know. Um, but it, it, yeah, I mean, why he seems to be on this B team, I don't get it. I mean, that I don't know if there's any many others that could have delivered the cross that uh, Florian Velo headed home in that Orlando game, uh, other than Kaku. So, and then he obviously does. He picks quite the back line as well, and that's something we certainly could have used yesterday. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, Mar- Marsh's substitutions the last two games have been a little weird. Uh, I'll come some slack for the Orlando game. Like how how are you going to expect that injury? Right, that third sub. So I'm not going to blame him for the fact that we end up with ten men on, in that game. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just been unlucky. In ter- at least for Orlando, this the the Chivas game. I feel like if you're going to bring the offensive guy, you bring Kaku on, like Truman said. Maybe you go defensive instead, but uh, I don't know. He for, for whatever reason. Marsh like had the right moves the first few weeks of the year, and now this this past week, for whatever reason, just escaped him. So I don't know what happened. Well, I mean, with Fidel Escobar out in Orlando, I think his hands were a bit tied there. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to say start Parker and or Long as well. Well, um, the problem is he's saving them for CCL. Yeah, so that's... well, yes, I'm saying. So I mean, I, I, you know, it's. It, 
Saturday, I don't, I don't not lose my mind over that game all that much. Um, but yesterday, and then yesterday, I mean, I, again, I'm not losing my mind over Kaku not being subbed in. Uh, maybe I'm a little confused as to why it was not started. Uh, but Eddie and, and again, it's not a horrible result. I mean, obviously you'd want the white goal, but one nothing's not a horrible result. So I'm not going to lose my mind on Jesse Marsh, who has, for the most part, done a great job this season. So the only thing I could think of is Kaku was held out of the RSL game. Right now, was it the RSL game? Yeah, I think it was the RSL game as a precaution. Right, like he had like a niggling hamstring or something. Not hamstring, well, but he had, he had a home game in Minnesota. Okay, so Minnesota, yeah, but he had that. He had some sort of injury that he was kind of carrying. It wasn't severe, but Mark kept him off just in case, you know, to save him. So maybe that hasn't gone away. Maybe it's a little more severe than they thought. Even I, though, but and, and, and Orlando, I think we'd hear something it. about that, right? Would, yeah, if it was severe, we'd hear something about that. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's just that's the only reason I could see to keep him off the field. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so. Red Bulls hosting Guadalajara in the second leg of their CONCACAF Champions League uh, match. Are we done? Are we done with afterthoughts? You got more? Did we, did we did not talk about... Uh, oh, let's talk about the strangling. Yeah, Shan oh. Davis did <laughs> got, got <strangled>. Again, another <laughs> thing that the referee happened right in front of him. Yeah, right in front of him. Yeah, I don't think uh, CONCACAF has uh, like a, a retroactive uh, ban, but man, do they need it after something like that. They need what we like to call the Rafa Marquez device. Exactly. Well, you know he did something wrong, but it might take after the game to look at it. So I don't know if he actually saw that, because the ref was kind of in the middle of everybody, and Dave was on the edge of the the little crowd there. So it's possible he missed it. I don't know. I couldn't tell for certain if he saw it or not. The one thing is I will say is that, you know, for all we get, we do always, I think far too often we get on the case of the guy in the middle of the park, uh, we forgot that the assistant refers, refs are supposed to be watching this shit too. And right. Just letting them know when this stuff happens. You know? So it's, you know, I, I don't know how you miss someone getting choked like that or uh, one of four guys can't see it, you know? But, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, that guy was on a yellow. So he would be missing the, he should be missing this next game. Um, so. I don't know. What are you going to do? Shake your head. Shake your head at a terrified yeah. official. I mean, it's cocky cat. Yep. You know? oh, I, so- I can't believe it has to be a term, but clearly we just saw it as a term last night. Yep. Cocky in cat. all its glory. In all of its yeah, glory. Yeah. So the other, the other thought, which just popped up, was the fact that yellow cards don't reset for every reason <clears throat> in this tournament. So, mm-hmm. so the Red Bulls went into last night, I think, with like eight players. That could possibly be <laughs> if they got a yellow, they were out. One of them was Mobile, so I think that's a, that's at least seven now. So it's possible that we could lose starters for if we were to advance, we could lose starters for the finals. So thank you, Cockycat, for making some stupid tournament rules. Yep. All right, so are we good now? Can we move on? Yep. Sure. Sure. All right. Uh, so. First off, there's no MLS game this week. The team worked with the league office. That game is moved. I think it's like August, we said last time. So Houston match, not this weekend. The Red Bulls will have a break until uh, Tuesday when they will host Guadalajara in the second leg of the um, semifinals. That game is 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch it on Univision or go90.com. 
which has been great, but I have for some reason I had problems last night. I think it's just my shitty connection. Mm-hmm. Candace string, Candace string. But then, but then my totally legal streams seem to work. Okay, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so if the Red Bulls would want to advance to the finals, they need to win this game by two goals or more. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they're going to advance right now, uh, straight out in 90 minutes. If they draw one, if they win one nothing, the series will be tr- tied at one one with no tiebreaker, and they will go to the extra time at Red Bull Arena. Any other outcome, the Red Bulls are out of Champions League. Uh, so normally we don't do actual predictions for this, but does anybody want to kind of give a prediction for what's going to happen on Tuesday? Uh, well, I mean, do I think the Red Bulls can win by two or more goals at home? Yes. I mean, they've been doing pretty well so far with that. So... It'd be 3-1. It's right. I mean, it's can they put up a shutout? Because mm-hmm. I think that is what's going to take to win the series. Yeah. Because any goal given up, unless they're up freaking for nothing, counts counts twice basically. Right. I, it's going to be absolute panic time, and we know how this team does when they're panicked. Yeah. It, it's just not good. So I mean, I I I will say that I believe that they can do it. I believe that they can win by more than two goals. Um, I don't know what missing Colin's going to do. I don't, I mean, no Colin. Clearly, uh, Duncan is not going to be available yeah. ever, you know, lost for the season pretty much. Um, McWheel gone. Yeah. It, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. But like I said before, I don't think Bradley Ray Phillips is going to make a bad play in front of net again. I think it's be home. Like I said, he got that out of his system. Uh, I think Adams has, he's playing at home again. So I think he'll be a little bit more confident in his own play. And I feel like they can do it. That's all I'm saying. I think they can win by more than two goals at home, quote unquote at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm optimistic. Uh, I think they, you know, they, they've been playing so extreme, extraordinarily well. At home so far this season in both league and Champions League play. So I am going to go with a, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. I'm going to say two nothing. I'm going to say two nothing. Woo. Managed to keep the, uh, Chivas off the board. They get their two goals and they move on to the Champions League final against probably Toronto, the way that first went, uh, match went up in, uh, BMO. So, uh, I wouldn't mind beating a Mexican team. Uh, for three rounds of the CCL, but you know, if we can get a CCL championship by being Toronto, that that works for me too. That would be, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, a rematch, yeah, a so soon a rematch a few from a few months ago, right? These two teams, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> uh, I'm not making a prediction. I I think, like Truman said, it's possible. Maybe unlikely, but I think it's very possible. Given given how that match looked, with the Red Bulls not really being out of it at all on the road, even though I, you can argue this is going to be a quote away match at home, I think it's gonna you'll I think you'll see a different Red Bulls team next week, and, and be slightly more and make make more of a game of it. So yeah. 
I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't be, you know, I, again, they're going to be in their own locker room. Mm-hmm. Southward will be geeked up. I'm sure. Oh, they you know, be. so yeah, they, they, you know, I mean, this is what we, we all talked about it. Just, just don't get blown out on the road. That's it. So yeah. I, I can't go away from that now. Yeah. And if, uh, if you by any chance have 90 bucks, uh, hop on StubHub and go up to this game. Is that, is that the cheap seat right now is 90? It's now 90. The cheapest is now at 90. Uh, considering a couple of days ago it was 200. Uh, so it was less improvement, but I mean, it still does appear that it's going to be, uh, an ex, a, uh, pretty pro Shivas crowd would be my guess. Yeah. That's why I say if you have 90 bucks to blow, um, <laughs> and you're a Rebels fan, by all means, that would be kind of awesome if you came on out. Yeah. And I have to go back on my deal about going to the final if we made it. Because I signed up for an archery class on Tuesdays, not realizing that (laughs) (laughs) that the Champions League final would be on Tuesday and Tuesday. Mm. So I can't even go to this one if I wanted to. There you go. So, You know, the depressing thing is, guys, the really depressing thing is uh, the game's going to be on during SmackDown Live. And that's SmackDown after WrestleMania. Oh, no. So you know silly shit is going to (laughs) happen. Well, that's why you DVR the SmackDown Live. Oh, I'll, don't worry. Don't worry. We're, we're recording. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on, New York Rebels 2 got back to winning ways. They won 5-2 over Charles and Battery. Their next match is this Saturday against the Richmond Kickers. So Cool. Right on. So, hey, if you want to watch some Rebel soccer this weekend. Oh, that's true. That's true. If you need your fix. Off. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what time they play. Let's see. Uh, 5 p.m. So, right, right before dinner. There you go. Uh, Sky Blue FC, unfortunately, dropped their first game of the year. 1-0 loss at the North Carolina Courage. Uh, they are off this weekend, I think, because there's international play going on for the women. I know the, the U.S. women's team are playing as we record this on Thursday night. So, um, their next game is at home, which is their home opener. will be Sunday, uh, April 15th against Seattle Rain. So, if you have, if you can, go out to that game, and uh, like we talked about last week, May fifth, we're going to try to be there. Did we get? Did Jen ever tell us if they got a promo code? She is working on a promo Still code. Okay. Yes, so we should be getting one. All right, so there you go. If you wanted to check out a Skype, wait. So was I forget? Was that for the game or was that to join? Like to actually join the group? That's for tickets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I there you go for tickets for the game. For the May fifth game, hopefully we'll have a code before that. And again, I would encourage uh, if you are around to come hang out with us. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why yeah, wouldn't yeah. you want to come hang out with us? We're cool. Cutest. All right. So time for the dumping ground. Um, the big, the big the, news, of course. The big, the big, big, the big dump. The big dump. The big old deuce. Yeah, because. Uh, of course, he had a score in his MLS debut, so the, the league went nuts. Okay, are we going to talk about this game? Yeah, so we're, not, we're not just skipping over, it, right? I mean, we're we're. We're I got to get into it. Let me let me read the email from Chris first. Okay, I, part I, two. I, I half his email, yeah. All right, so he says, uh, watching the Slaton Mania, which like that right for WrestleMania uh, after El Trafico, I disagree with it being dubbed the biggest game in MLS history. The first Beckham game at Giants team had more fans and more goals. What do you think? 
I'm 100% in agreement. I was just talking about this with a friend earlier, and like I said, I am not being a Red Bulls homer. I think it was one of the best games I've ever witnessed. It was David Beckham, who's clearly the most popular player of all time on the planet. Um, who knows who Zlatan is? Soccer yeah. fans. Football fans, right? Mm. That's it. That's it, really. Yeah. Everybody knows who David Beckham is. Everyone on the planet. Um, that game was just something to behold. And I'm not taking anything away from this game because this game was awesome. Oh yeah. Awesome. I mean, I, I'm so glad that I was home and I, and I watched it cause it was, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, you couldn't ask for a crazier, uh, really double header with the Red Bulls game. If you were just a fan not with no rooting interest at all in these two games. And they just like goals. And you like goals. I mean, good God, these two games would have drawn you right in for sure. Um, so yeah, before I talk more, I will say not as good as the Beckham game. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would probably argue that neither, uh, game is probably the big, biggest game of all time, just simply because the stakes in either one, um, has not been, you know, they weren't high. Uh, and then, to be fair, I can't, you know, immediately pinpoint a game. Like, yeah, that one, that one was better than both these games. But uh, if you're going to put the two up against each other, you have to say the Beckham game simply because that was the beginning of a new era for MLS. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a, that was the beginning of a new era of names coming over here. Um, and uh, they, they filled. I mean, could they have filled a football stadium for Zlatan? Maybe, but they definitely did come very damn close to filming filling a football stadium for the Beckham game. So, um. But yeah, I mean, everything you said is absolutely true. The the match was, I mean, I kind of paid half attention until Zlatan came on. And I was like, yeah, let's see what this guy can do. <laughs> Thank God I paid attention to what uh, Zlatan can do because, I mean, if there's a way to introduce yourself to the league, damn, did this guy do it. I mean, that that first goal was just a thing of beauty. Second game, second goal was totally offsides. But, yep, uh, but oh, VAR doesn't strike again. Yeah. <laughs> But Which that, again, my theory was there's no way they're going to even look at it no. to take that goal away. There's no, not a chance in hell. I don't believe, uh, I don't believe MLS is rigged, but, uh, I think like, you know, it's like Garber was on the phone and someone's like, Hey, we need to take a look at that. I mean, Garber got like, no, silence him. You know, <laughs> it was like, cause it was just, it was, uh, it was a real bang of the way. I mean, that, that first goal though was just, I mean, that was enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it enough. was. It was. Someone said, "Oh, look, he like wow, he, you know, chipped the keeper." I'm like, that's not chipping the keeper. Yeah. That is firing a howitzer over the keeper's head. Yeah, one time on like a weird angle. Uh, yep. it was a gorgeous, gorgeous goal. And and I have to say, welcome uh, LAFC into my terrible team of the week. Because <laughs> listen, as great as this game was. You blew a second half three goal lead. Oh, yeah. Woo. You blew it, guys. And I know your expansion team and slots on and all that stuff, but good God. Yeah. Those fans had to want to f- puke after watching that. Yeah. Let's not forget Chris Pontius uh, made it 3 2 before Zlatan even got on the field. So, it's yeah. like, you know, the Zlatan stuff was great, but, you know, yeah, you're, we're long on your way to blowing the game before that. Yep. Uh, the other thing I like to mention about this game is that I loved seeing the white and black uh, 
fans in the stadium where it just had, you know, three quarters white shirts and then this like sea of black in the corner and it looked awesome. And when they scored, the place looked great. Mm. So, I mean, credit, credit to fans of both sides for packing that place and making it just a fantastic environment. Mm. Uh, Zlatan sco- uh, scores the game tying goal. That place absolutely went bananas. Yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely bananas. And the game winner was just unbelievable. So, what a great look for MLS. I mean, people want to bash the league, but that is going to be such a fun rivalry. It is oh, yeah. totally going to become uh, the Hudson Derby on the West Coast. Mm. Because when you have your first game, is that? That's the first game between those two teams. Yeah. That's the lasting memory of the – I mean, that's how you start a rivalry <laughs> immediately. Immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I got nothing to add, so let's just move on. <laughs> cool. So, Pat, the next one's yours. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess Sam Seskel, or however the hell you say his name, from MLSsoccer.com reported that uh, Ollie Curtis has interviewed for the new GM position uh, in U.S. soccer. So, for those of you who don't know, the GM position that's being created uh, will make all your soccer-related decisions um, – the, you know, being like hiring and firing uh, women's coach, men's coach, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, Curtis uh, interviewed for that position. Uh, be, I mean, I certainly think he showed that he had some uh, ability here at Red Bull. I think it'd be kind of funny if he re- he hired Jesse Marsh again. Unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> only, only for Jesse Marsh to, like, somehow organize another coup. <laughs> in like two years. Um. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think he's, I don't know if he'll get the job. I mean, but, uh, he certainly has the credentials and, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I guess it makes sense in a GM position. I'm just kind of surprised it hasn't been created before this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Well, there was an interesting story that came out. I guess Bruce Arena in his book, I guess he's coming out with a book. Uh, wrote a, Why not? yeah, I wrote an anecdote about how, I wrote a story about how, U.S. soccer was entirely ready to replace Jurgen Klinsmann with Arena before the Copa America, but there was like some board member who was sick, and that kept them from <laughs> making that decision, <laughs> and like it kept them from. And this has been corroborated by sources, apparently, according to Sports Illustrated. Uh, and so, you know, and so basically that essentially set them back come the hex because then, you know, they had two dueling philosophies. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bruce Arena did plenty in the last couple of games and in the hex to blow it anyway. But, you know, you could argue that if he had control of the whole time, maybe it would have been different. Um, Basically, if there wasn't that run in the Copa, then. No, well, it was, this was supposed to happen before the Copa. Right. But I'm saying the the run, the Copa saved his job a little longer. Maybe. I don't know about that. I mean, possibly, but, um, you know, it's just, you know, it sounds like he was, he was ready. He was about to be gone anyway, but, um, yeah, so it's, you know, that's the, and wrapping this all around to the GM position, apparently, you know, if they had a GM, that decision would have been made, uh, sooner. Um, I mean, you could say, I mean, considering Galati was running the show, you could say that one, uh, Klinsman never would have gotten a new contract after the 2014 World Cup. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's, it's stuff like that that the GM position is supposed to kind of rectify and, in essence, prevent from happening again. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder how that'll actually turn out. Yeah. I imagine some decisions they'll still have to go to like the board. Yeah. The Probably stuff like financials would certainly have to go. Yeah, to I imagine like pay rate and stuff like that would be need some sort of board approval. Um, Truman, do you have anything you want to add before my last thing that I have there? No, we've, I've talked too much. We've all talked okay. too much. So this is not really dumping ground. I just put it here because nowhere else to put it. Uh, those of you who are supporting us via Patreon, why don't you, if you didn't listen to the monthly wrap-up show, which, by the way, monthly wrap-up show with Matt Doyle uh, was put up on Monday. So if you are not a patron... One dollar a month is all it takes. And it is worth a dollar. Let me tell you. And it's, and it's Matt Doyle, cause, so come on. And recording after this, we're recording this tonight after this, our WrestleMania 34 preview show, if you're into, into wrestling, we'll be talking to Dave Martinez. And that yep. will also be worth a dollar. It will. But anyway, if you are a patron, starting next week, you will be able to suggest topics to Dumping Ground. And if we get any topics that are suggested for the week, we will pick at least one of them. At least. At least. So, and that's for any level. You don't have to be a producer level. $1 a month is all it takes for that to kick in. Yes. So you can help us, or you can give us stuff to talk about. So if there's, like, some team in, like, third division Greece, because I think... No, listen, listen, I said no third division Greek teams. (laughs) Sorry, second division. Yes, all right, second division, we're good. Okay, (laughs) not a problem. We will not answer any questions for anything below second division. That's right. But, like, if there's some second division Greece team I was to talk about, right, just... And you're a a patron, you can tell us, hey, I want you to talk about this team, and we'll do it. Yeah, we may not I be mean, good at it, but we'll talk. Right, about we'll it. probably <laughs> bullshit it like hardcore. You know, well, oh yeah, we'll absolutely make stuff up. But, <laughs> but you're, you're more than if welcome. We don't know anything about it. We're gonna half-ass it as best yeah. we can. So again, one dollar a month is all it takes. You get uh, month. You get exclusives such as our monthly wrap up, the uh, WrestleMania preview that we're gonna do with Dave Martinez. If we're at any games, we'll do live post game. Like we'll probably do after the NYC game since I'll be since I think all three of us will be there. Yeah, right. We're going to do our ride along. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's there's stuff that we're going to be putting up there that you can only get through Patreon. So if you want to support us $1 a month at patreon.com slash rebelrant, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash rebelrant. And with that, I'm just going to go into the rest of the wrap-up stuff. Uh, you can email us, like Chris did this week, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you'd rather call us and have your voice played on the show, which would happen at some point when I fix the soundboard. <laughs> 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Doc the Stooge for myself at PMACDA2 for Pat at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you'll you'll get us. Uh, last words before we get out of here. I ain't too proud to beg. So I'm going to beg for a win on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, make it happen. Make some history and win. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 258 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.